Cool 97 Radio The Singers Live on the Nation's Coolest Cool 97 FM, the first show for 2023. If you're joining us via the World Wide Web, thank you ever so much. Tanya, how are you doing? I know that other persons are there. I'm not seeing you, so you just need to raise your head so that I can see you. For those persons who are listening via the radio, thank you as always for keeping Cool 97 FM in your air. We recognize that you are are there and you are listening to us we may not call you by name but we appreciate those persons who are listening uh, on the radio because as you know Dre whenever we go out on the road people are always saying oh everything is about Mixalar Mixalar and persons True. inside Mixalar but no we know that you are there listening via the radio we know that you are the majority yeah, yeah. yes yeah. yes you are the majority listening on the radio, so we appreciate you. Marhu, how are you doing? Andre Allen Casey is joining us. Mm-hmm. Andre? Yes. Happy New Year. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Good to have you back with us yes, for indeed. another year. Yes, indeed. Right, and you did not run away and leave us? No, I didn't. Like some people didn't see him for almost the entire December. Oh, man. Man. Oh, man. I don't hear from him either. You will hear from him. <laughs> <laughs> you will definitely be hearing from him. He has been asking about you. And you. so, therefore, um, you'll be hearing from him. Yes, yes. yes. DJ Dre? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> It is so good to have you back, both of you. So good to have you back with us inside Singles Live. So, a wonderful way to start the year. And we're going to be looking on or at the myths and the facts about counseling. As Andre and Dre knows, as Jamaicans, most of us, we are very apprehensive about um, getting counseling or seeking um, help um, from what we consider persons to be in the helping profession. Mm-hmm. We have all this, a myriad of reasons why um, it not go work, why we should not go, who not go fast in your business and all different sorts of things. What, 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 what do you call that, AJ? What? That fear. <laughs> for, for, for not wanting to do counseling. It is. It, I, I, I wouldn't say we, we have, and, and Andre will address this later on. I wouldn't say that it is, um, there's a word for it, but there are several variables why persons mm-hmm. are fearful. And it is It is something that I, I you think it's. Few, co- I have a few words. Culturally. I'd say ignorance. Yes. That's definitely one. Because mm-hmm. I was ignorant as well. Right. You know, but, you know, I've learned. So, big mm-hmm. up myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ignor- ignorance is one, and then you know there's the whole lack of emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. That's another 
aspect of his mm-hmm. of it as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Um, Casey. No. You know? And I'm helping you right. because both of us are Andre's students. We have All been right. for the last umpteen years. <laughs> I feel like so, I can teach him now. I'm don't. At this point, I feel like I can <laughs> sit him down and give him a lesson. Don't. <laughs> Very much so. Very much so. All right. So let's begin. And I'm going to, while Andre go into the introduction, Marho is asking for a definition of counseling. And she says, is that therapy? Because it, 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 the word is used interchangeably. Um, therapy seems more nicer in terms of don't Dre or do yeah, you th- yeah yeah, th- yeah. Um, I am going to see my therapist yeah, I'm man, going, I think yeah. there's, a, there's a there's a difference I think there's a difference well let us let us delve let's in hear, yeah. let's hear what Andre have um, have to say Andre the floor is yours okay well the, the two words as you have rightly stated are used interchangeably um but counseling and psychology. Mm-hmm. So, so before you used to have only counseling, and it was uh, associated primarily with guidance counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you had no psychology, which was a different discipline altogether. And um, institutions like Northern Caribbean university and um J- jts um, right right really have educated especially jamaican and have merged the discipline um i'm not saying they are the ones who did it but have educated us to recognize that you have no counseling psychology Psychology, right and and so what that does is to basically educate um persons about not only themselves but understanding why they do the things they do why is it that they have a particular mindset mannerism behavior um why is it that there is a, a particular default in relation to certain types of um, um, stimuli or stimulus and the counseling now also helps you to cope with the issues and the challenges that you have even on a daily basis um, to give you a perspective and to reframe your thinking and even by extension, reframe your brain waves so that you will have uh, a different outlook um, and start to pursue your life and livelihood in a different way so, just so that you get a different outcome. Mm-hmm. All of that constitutes counseling and psychology or slash therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, so let us delve into tonight's topic, the myths and the facts of counseling. You know, each year, the American Counseling Association, or ACA, sponsors to encourage people to learn about professional counselors and the benefits, of course, of counseling. And so many people are afraid 
to see counseling, mm-hmm. even though they could benefit from it. Some common misconception um, perpetuate the myth that counseling is scary. Um, you know, you can go somewhere and go tell people your business. Something mm-hmm. um, was wrong with you anyway. Um, what does that person know more than me? You know, uh, you know um, the, the different type of fears that we have and the things that we have associated with counseling. One of, one Listen, of, one that of the person fears. is just a man or just a woman. Mm-hmm. One of the and fears so, that I've heard, um, Andre, is that um, somebody will say that they know that there's something wrong, but they don't want to know what it is. Right. Um, it's just like even some illnesses too. Mm-hmm. They Same suspect thing. that they are ill, but they don't want to go doctor to find out what it is. Mm-hmm. Because they, they believe that if they find out, they're going to get worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so that same mindset and mentality, as you've stated, Dre, is associated with counseling. Also, they also believe that you ever tell people your business. It's none of your business. It's my business. I'm my own big man, I'm my own big woman. And so this idea that I'm going to share my business with you and next thing, you go hear it out the road. And so the fear of sharing some deep-rooted issues that need to stay into your closet. So There's the- just no way you're going to find yourself sharing that with someone else. So does that have uh, to- with the risk of it being... Um, you know, getting outside. Getting outside, yeah. So does that have to um, do with people's pride? Well, pride is, is, is another is another aspect. Um, but of course, there's the fear, the confidentiality aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, in other words, if they have shared some confidential information with people that they would believe would definitely go to the grave with it. But unfortunately, have those persons have disappointed them. Then they also have understandably so now that same fear of saying, listen, there are certain things, just don't go share with nobody. Make a business. Make them go on, have their opinion of me, and then keep this. Because if they should know the truth, is going to even make matters worse. But sometimes that kind of belief is to their own demise. Because the truth be told, they really needed a different perspective mm-hmm. to help them to manage. But because of that very fear of um, where, where confidentiality is concerned, where it, 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 it will be violated, confidentiality that is, then... Um, you know, they perish. Mm-hmm. Understandably. So, um, before we get into um, those facts and those myths, let us um, give our listeners, those persons who are listening, especially for those persons here um, in Jamaica, um, some information in regards to confidentiality when it comes to licensed, trained, um, 
I would call them counselors or therapists. Can you address that, Andre, so that persons have a clear understanding when it comes to confidentiality? Incidentally, we have um, not only in Jamaica, it's, it's a part of our code as psychologists where we have um, ethical standards mm -hmm. that um, if those ethical standards are violated, um, it would make us liable to punitive actions. Hmm. So you have a body here in Jamaica that you can report us if confidentiality is, is um, violated. And you could also go to the court of law mm -hmm. um, to, to bring a lawsuit against us if you feel that um, that also has been violated. Of course, it has to be proven without a shadow of a doubt that the violation came from the counselor mm. and not you. <laughs> because sometimes you go share, you forget who you share information with <laughs> and think they're the one of the counselor. She's one of the counselor and it comes right you back know. around. Right. right, right. But but not only that, you sign what's called an informed consent. Um, um, which is a, a legal our legal tender and it's now legal to you it's a binding agreement then that you have signed that promises that level of confidentiality and again if that is violated you can use that paper that everybody signed to, to um, take um, some type of legal action against us mm -hmm. so I'm just saying here is it be careful, that, Andre. Be careful. Um, yes. And this is why even sometimes when we are on the radio, I have to be careful about some things. Some examples. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And ensure that I don't call no name. Exactly. And don't even talk about any cases and per se. Right. I've stayed far and wide from those things. And you've done um, a great job. At to the best of my ability and knowledge. Exactly. Exactly. So we want to um, address that fear uh, for persons who are thinking about um, seeking professional help from a counselor. We cannot go out there and tell your business. It is, as Andre Allen Casey says, it will be breaking our code of ethics. It is. Definitely. Yes. So rest that. Don't let that stop you from seeking help. So Indeed. let us delve into. Um, let, we're we're going to start with the myths, right? Yes, ma'am. Right. Let us start with myth number one. You must have a mental illness to go to counseling. Hmm. <laughs> Fina, that's the that's biggest one. <laughs> How are wrong right. with you, Dre? You get off now? Yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, man. Mad, yeah, mad. What do you? Mm -hmm. You know, um, I have to be very, very careful that, that I do not perpetuate this myth about something that I'm about to say. So, once you're going to a counselor, as a matter of fact, I put it to you. It's better you say that you're going to a, a counselor than say you're going to a psychologist. Because almost inadvertently, mm -hmm. 
psychologist is associated with psychiatrists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the first thing they say to you, you go, oh, you're psycho. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you're sick of your brain, mom. Not to mention if you talk about the, um, um, the psychiatrist medication too. Thank you very much. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I don't want to perpetuate it now and, and, and label anyone, anybody or put anybody in our grouping. Um, but I'm just saying that that is a part of the myth that is out there. And uh, a number of persons, and like I said, it, it possibly would be better if you say, I'm going to, I'm going to go to do counseling rather than just saying, I'm going to go see my psychologist. <laughs> you hear that, Dre? <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes when I hear psychologists, they say, you can go see a psychiatrist. Yeah, <laughs> true. That is true. Psycho, man. <laughs> right? And so we laugh, but but um, the truth is, all of these these terms and 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 you know, um, really, and our understanding and the myths that we have need to change. And so here's the fact. It is true that some people who have severe mental illnesses work with counselors to manage symptoms. But counselors also help people work through everyday problems, Mm -hmm. like relationship issues, like sadness, like grief, even career transitions for that matter. Exactly. And so it is... Um, we need to recognize that it is not just the hardcore issues that counselors address, but even the softer ones. Um, actually, I'm saying here that by working through everyday problems is a major contributor as to why many do not develop mental illnesses. So while you might be um, believing that something wrong with the person my argument is thank God that the person went out to see a counsellor to manage a mental illness because one way to help you not to develop a mental illness is to know how to work through or to manage everyday activities everyday problems everyday issues it is very important so while we are saying here boy, this person must have a mental problem because they've gone to the counsellor. My argument is, did you know that each time you complain about your everyday issues and how those everyday issues are overwhelming and stressful, you are setting up yourself to to develop a mental illness? (laughs) So it makes sense. I'm saying here, I'm purporting that we go and see a counsellor um, so, so Andre you know, to help me. us to navigate our ways mm-hmm. through these uh, um, general issues you know, rather than let them pile up and stress us out so if go I ahead. complain every day about a particular issue or mm-hmm. situation that means you know, I need to go and Work it out. Yes, sir. 
Okay. Yes, Dre. All right, we should Big talk. Big time. We should talk. Hold, quickly, too. I'll, I'll call you after the show. So. Quickly, because we don't... We don't, <laughs> <laughs> we don't, we don't want to find... You want you to find yourself in a state of depression. That's right. right. So <laughs> nip it in the bud. Yes, yes. Right. Nip All it. Right. Nip it there. No problem. All right. That's the first myth. First myth. Second myth. People will assume there is something wrong with you if you seek counseling. Ah, another myth right there. Think that? Look, we didn't know a long time. Think that? It might have got counseling. Shall I go counseling? Think that? We didn't know a long time. You know, see them to act funny. You know, see the way they think. You know, see them weird. <laughs> so as soon as they find out that they're going counseling, it's like it confirmed their suspicions about you. Mm-hmm. And even if they didn't have a suspicion, all of a sudden, they said, we didn't know a long time, you know, but we just couldn't put my finger upon it. <laughs> After this, oh boy. Right, so I'm just saying, yes, people would assume that there's something wrong if you see cousin. Here are the facts. Checking in, is better than checking out. Hmm. Better than Andre. Checking in or checking up yourself is better you be you are proactive and you make certain that you have good mental stability and you do not or you are not exhibited exhibited signs of stress overload so that you can manage because a lot of folks, you know, suffer from hypertension <laughs> because of stress overload. A lot of persons have aneurysm because of stress overload. A lot of persons develop um, communicable diseases because of stress overload. A lot of persons develop heart disease because of stress overload. A matter of fact, what they 2017 Harvard study shows is that stress overload is an equal contributor to heart attack as with um, with smoking. So when if you smoke and 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 what smoking will do to you and do to your lungs and do to your body and everything that and and put you at risk of heart attack. Stress overload equates to that. Serious. So we minimize. So each time we say, well, I'm stress out, I'm stress out, I'm stress out. We think it has become a byword and don't recognize that we're setting up ourselves to get ill, physically ill. And so it mandates, it is necessary for us to go counseling. You know, it is my recommendation that every jack man and woman do, 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 do uh, um, a series of counseling. And if I said so many, I said yes, every series. jack man yes. and woman. And child. And child. Mm-hmm. Not too much. I'm a tough guy. I have a little as, as I got on further. She said something to you about children. All right, just hold but that anyway. thought. Hold that thought. We're going to take a break. Singles live on the Nation School Est, Cool 97 FM. Tonight's topic, the myths of 
and the facts about counseling. Andre Allen Casey, counseling psychologist, is with us. DJ Dre is in the studio. I'm Ann Jeffrey. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. Cool 97 Radio. Singles Live on the Nation's Coolest, Cool 97 FM, Singles Live 2023. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's mm-hmm. weird, that's true. It's only a money, weird man. Don't. So no, man. Uh, it's going to take some getting used it, You will get used to it. Yeah. You will get used after, to after it. After about four more shows. Then. Four more shows and you'll yeah. get used to it. <laughs> All right. So, Andre Allen Casey is with us. We're looking at the myths and the facts of counseling. Andre? Yes, ma'am. Yes, let's continue. Right. So, we're talking about that myth that um, you introduced, where you said that people will assume that there's something wrong with you. If you see counseling, mm-hmm. my argument is checking is better than checking out. Don't let people's assumption causes you to become ill. Don't let what people think cause you to not deal with a persistent issue or a challenge. True. Don't wait until things get worse before you are forced to deal with a problem which might just be too late. My argument is, it takes courage to call a counselor. Counselors help people work through mm-hmm. many life circumstances. And they will welcome the client. Counselors, generally speaking, I'm not talking more than generally speaking, counselors hold a non-judgmental space. Thank you, Andre in which clients are encouraged to be open and honest about their situations now. Mm-hmm. That counselors can gain a full understanding of what is going on and how they can best help the client. But non-judgmental. So sometimes, I want to sometimes, maybe I shouldn't even say this, but again, can I say it like this? When you come to the counselor, please, your goal is to present, is to share your presenting issue or your presenting problem. Your goal is not to get the counselor to come on your side, <laughs> but to be objective yes. in this in sharing with you. Here are the options. Here are the pros and the cons. Okay, mm-hmm. and so you are the one now is go- who is supposed to make an informed decision going forward. The counselor is not here to give you an advice Thank or you. his or her advice. Thank you about which direction you must take. They are giving you the pros and cons in relation to the presenting issue. Mm-hmm. You are presenting issue or issues. And so they are saying, listen, if you want, if you go this direction, consider these, consider these things. If you want to go that direction, consider these things. We are trying to empower you that you can make the best choice mm-hmm. so you get the best outcome mm-hmm. for yourself. I love that, and 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 we want to make that very very clear because I'll, once again, a lot of persons out there thinks that counselors give advice, that's and right. no, that's a myth. That's a myth. 
let us clear that up immediately. That's a myth. That's so a myth. you don't have to say, me not going to know because I don't want nobody tell me where Fido. Thank you very much. I don't want nobody tell me where Fido. I'm my own big man. I'm my own big man. He can't tell me where Fido. So I don't come nowhere. Nope. But not only that. At least, we, so when you leave, hold, hold the, a way for you to measure whether or not you had a, a productive session. I'm not saying one way, I'm not saying it's the only way, but one way is where you leave with, I'm going to use a Jamaican coin, um, um, term, penny for your thoughts. <laughs> 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 yes, man. You must leave saying, hmm, never thought about that. Exactly. Interesting. Exactly. Penny for my thoughts. Exactly. That's how you can measure. Yes. If you if you had a successful session. Exactly. How you know that you did not have a good session is when you can is when you're going to report to somebody and say the counselor said no. Once you get say the counselor said, then the counselor has become the authority in your decision making. That's not a good session. That's not a productive session. How to measure it? Penny for my thoughts. Said something. I never thought about it before. Hmm. So now you are going to decide whether or not again go right or mm-hmm. left or stay with her today. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's what that's that's a little brother right there. Yes, mm-hmm. and I one hundred percent agree. Because even the even even the counselors need counseling. <laughs> oh yes. Oh definitely. Because sometimes you know. We, and, and 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 I understand the challenge because sometimes people can come in front of you and they want to go they are they are hard and fast about managing a situation in which in your mind you're saying being down you're wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> but but it is not for you to to, say. to, to come out and say mm-hmm. being down you're wrong mm-hmm. what you do know you can say things like, have you ever considered this? Mm-hmm. Have you ever considered that? Mm-hmm. Again, opening their minds to think about something rather than labeling them and say, ding dong, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. So you just invite them to say, have you ever considered this or have you ever considered that? Okay? Yeah. Simple as that. Because their worldview it might be totally different from yours. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. And that also um, constitutes some of the fears um, that persons have for not going right. uh, to see a counselor because they don't want to be blamed. They feel that That's based right. on the situation or the scenario that is taking place, they don't want anybody to point a finger on them and say, are you cause it? Are you wrong? That will not happen when it comes to um, counseling by professionals. I can only speak of the professionals because they have some people out there. And I have to say this, you have individuals out there who are calling themselves, and well, they call themselves therapists, who are not professionally trained. That is true. Who are not professionally trained. So I am only speaking for those who are professionally trained in that you don't have to be fearful of going to see a professional counselor um, because of that fear. Dre. All right. So let's move on to the next myth. I love this one. 
Men are in touch with their feelings and will not be, aren't rather. The word is aren't. Men aren't. Yes. Men are not. Right, which man I hear that, but this is a myth. <laughs> men are not in touch with their feelings and will not benefit from counseling. Ah. Uh, you know, that myth. You know, hold on, Andre, before, yeah, right. before you, before you. Hmm. No, go ahead. Go you ahead. know what? Go Before ahead. Andre goes in, you know, I love this one. You know why I love this one? Mm -hmm. Because it is my career goal to counsel men. Okay, carry I on. Ha I, 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 I have this thing for men. <laughs> and it is for it's a good thing, it's a good thing. Out, and it is because of this myth mm. it is because yeah. of this myth I am driven by this myth mm -hmm. to continue to do what I'm pursuing you know, you know you know why I feel men aren't mm -hmm. I feel like men aren't because of women exactly but well, let us hear what Andre have to say it's a myth. It's a myth. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a myth. I don't... You know, to some extent, to some extent, yes, they are in touch with the feelings, but they don't express it. Ah, there you go. Yes. So they need a safe space yes. to do so. And I think, no, and I think they don't express it because of... Right. They just, different, they just express it differently. Differently. But they do it's express. That they it's just that it's the way. Mm -hmm. it's, it's their choices. The choice that they make. Right, let me go ahead. Without jumping ahead of myself. So, the, the myth is that men aren't in touch with their feelings and will not benefit from counseling. And don't get me wrong. I have seen... Um, a lot of um, men who correction I would just say I know a lot of men who just say I'm a good man mm -hmm. you work it through and they prefer to if, if they're going to come and feel like they're not going to be judged or they, or they feel like they can just reason with you or they feel like you can just they, they, they can just um, share their context then they are more open to come if however they believe that because you are the authority they don't have a say in how their life turn out turn up and turn out then they're not going to come and 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 I'm not certain who perpetuated that kind of thinking <laughs> in, in our men. Mm -hmm. Whether it is self-imposed or other factors contributed towards it. But I think one way for us to to um, get rid of that myth is to reassure our men that look here is a non-judgmental space. It is. It is. You just come talk. Just talk. come share. Do some talk therapy. Yeah. We just listen. Zip the Thank lip and just listen. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. You know, and say, next week. And say, say, nothing to me. Mm -mm. Come talk to me next week. Talk again, to come man. talk to me next week again. 
Yes, and sometimes that's all they really need. Thank you. I sound in bold. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm finished talking, you know, I I just do what is called check understanding. So I said, so I'm missing my understanding what they're saying. Did you just say to me X Y Z X Y Z A B C two times two equal three? No, two times two don't equal three. But what? <laughs> 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 I want to make all of you are listening, okay? Give <laughs> me some facts here, okay? <laughs> that was a myth. <laughs> That's not a myth, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and when I did a check understanding, the same person who heard what they just said a while ago, when I repeated what they just said, they go, you know that not make no sense? And and I just and I just so noted. I'm just I'm, I'm just saying this is what I heard. I just want to make certain that I heard the right thing mm-hmm. or the correct thing. And so I'm just putting it back about what I what I heard and 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 when they hear what what I heard are are or what they said, providing I properly represented them. A lot of times they are themselves come to the knowledge of the truth on their own. And so then they even come at them to themselves, my good man, we get it. There we go. <laughs> okay. So but in answering your questions. Men are not in touch with their feelings and will not benefit from then. Men are very much so, by the way, in touch with their feelings. Quite on the contrary, that they are not. As a matter of fact, the difference is that men just choose how they're going to respond to their feelings. In other words, I'm going to put it this way. Men oftentimes use logics to determine the degree of expressions of their feelings. I'll say it again. That's why Andre Allen Casey. <laughs> Men often use what? Logic to determine the degree of expression of their feelings. So the man will go, that's why the man, even in their conversing with their female counterpart, oftentimes if, she, if, if, if much of what she's saying is, and I'm sorry to use this word, but pregnant with feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, in our feelings. <laughs> <laughs> the gentleman now is going to oftentimes combat, or uh, I shouldn't use the word combat, but he is going to possibly come with something different or try to contradict her statement by saying, listen, that no make no sense. Mm-hmm. So she shared something that was um, that was uh, emotionally charged, and this is so what him come up with. Not not with a additional emotionally charged statement, but now to don't play what she said and to make she look like she have no sense. Mm-hmm. And so that no make no sense. Mm-hmm. And so you have a quarrel, of course, that is going to ensue as a result of that. But my point is to say. Do you see how, generally speaking, a lot of men, rather than, they, they often use rather, 
logics to combat or to come back at a emotional charge statement to, to, to show that you say um, what they that, that it was unnecessary for the person to make certain comments and to be a particular way because logic trumps um, um, inflated um, feelings um, feelings Mm. Okay. <laughs> Emotion. Yeah, man, relax, right? man. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you your dream? No problem. And I'm going to say here that men actually do get much into their feelings. They just go about to express it in a different way. They use what? Logic to determine the degree of their expressions of their feelings. Both men and women, by the way, can benefit from counseling. Mm-hmm. And so why it is true that women seek counseling more often than men, the number of men seeking services has literally has increased over the past 10 years, suggesting, of course, that men are becoming more open to counseling. That's good. I like that. Why do you yeah. think women seek counseling, AJ? Why do I think women seek counseling? Yes, we we're okay. more expressive. Okay. And and, okay. and maybe we want maybe in terms of trying to trying to get things fixed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. We want yeah. to deal with the situation. Okay. Yeah. We want to find solutions yes, for ma'am. the situation. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Whereas the men want to find the solution on them own. <laughs> Why? Themselves. Yeah, that's why we women love group counseling, you know, and men will go for the individual counseling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. We don't want to you going, Andre. You can just you hear what Dre said, Andre. Andre said, Dre said, him no one do not chatting with no bag of people. No, no, bag of chatting. No, no, seriously, like, seriously, I will. I don't have a problem with a one-on-one. Yes. But this whole group thing with a bag of people. Like you have nah, women who nah, go to group group, group go to group counseling. Women that like would, that. But men be glad you said that, you know. <laughs> you know why? I'm glad that you said that because I remember doing a, a, a project and that was that, that came out in the project that men prefer here in Jamaica. Let me speak for um what happens here in Jamaica that men prefer one on one as opposed to the women, they will go um, in groups. And even when you're doing um, family counseling, <laughs> it's the men who seem to be very apprehensive. Every mother, daughter, son, everybody got and father still outside, are we? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. So I, under, so I understand your point, Dre. I, I, I really do. All right. So here is another myth that I like. Because it's a myth. It says, seeking counseling is a sign of weakness. Mm. Mm. Address that, Andre Allen yes, Casey. Ma'am. I am saying quite on the contrary to your listeners. I agree. Quite the opposite. Yes. In truth and in fact. Yes, I agree. Seeking counseling is a way to, to be, or to proactively manage your problem. If you have a problem, that ensures your ability to function from day to day, then I'm saying a counselor can 
not, I'm not saying the, 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 I'm not saying it's only the Catholic Council can do so now. That's not what I'm advocating here. But I'm saying a councillor can teach you skills to handle difficult situations. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not saying, remember now, you know, I'm not saying it's only the councillor has the ability to do so. But I'm saying a councillor can do that and so on. In addition, some people see counseling services to improve their already great lives. So it's not because something wrong with them or they're weak. They just want to make certain that, listen, can it get better? Can it get better? You know, I, I, while I do marriage counseling and all different kind of counseling, I'm always learning. Sometimes I have clients that teach me some perspectives that I've never thought about. True. And I'm like, wow. Never thought of that. Never thought about that. True. True. I can. So I'm I, even yeah. learning. They come to me, but I must admit, the, the motor education they give me. All right, I'm going to tell you a, a, a truth. When I just started in this business, in terms of counseling, literally, it's about 2000. I remember um, I would go home. And when I reach home, you know, my wife, I look, I look bewildered. Mm-hmm. And my wife says, well, what happened to you? And I said to her, tell me something. Do you know such and such a person? And she said, no. I said, yeah, sure. She said, no. I go back and I do another day, I do another session and what have you to, with, a, with a lady or with a couple or what have you. And I asked her, when I reached home again, I said, you don't know this other person? She said, no. And then I go back and say, you don't know this other person? And Matthew, I should not have done that. We are going to disclose the name to my wife. But the reason why I did it is because I cannot believe it. That everything that them three females have said, are the same thing my wife was saying to me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, and, and it is for that reason why the counselor need a counselor. <laughs> so you so you offload on another counselor, not on your wife. <laughs> no, but I understand. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yes, yes. Right? But I just could not believe that. And this was my formative, mm-hmm. really, really formative years in, in this counseling business. When I hear the complaints about what they have or had, um, towards their husband. I'm like, oh, what are they? When I seem to my wife, I said, about me too. But it just goes to show that I thought she was only just trying to defend her position. And I realized, no, it's a problem that them genuinely have or has with us. It's a genuine problem. And and it's only when I learned to listen differently, I record, I I could appreciate now what my wife was saying to me all this time, all this time, and I would have married you know, a good four years in a marriage because it's '96 I got married, so a good four years I would have married and. Uh, at least three years and you know I could have 
avoid going through all that pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I learn how to listen. So mm-hmm. I'll have the same here. Um, even for the counselor, you know, we learn perspective. But let me continue to, to share this, this, this myth about it's a sign of weakness. Counseling can help people develop skills. Um, literally, that will help them excel in specific areas of their lives. And this can be done by unlocking certain fears and phobias that oftentimes interfere with own development. And so counseling empowers you and it reminds you of your ability, by the way, to achieve and, and also to become productive even amidst your challenges. Counseling also equips you with the ability to manage your emotions and your relationship with others. Counseling teaches you a perspective that you don't see things in a black and white way. Counseling helps you to change, to, to, to change your interpretation of a situation. That's what it does. That's the benefit. It's not a sign of weakness. Actually, counseling empowers you. That. Counseling empowers you. Moving on to myth number five. <laughs> this one is something else, but it is true. And people think this way. Counselors will try to put you on medication. <laughs> <laughs> and and I suspect is it that this has a lot to do with because take for example and I'm not jumping ahead of myself. But there are more people that call me doctor. Mm-hmm. And then more the time I say to them, I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. So as soon as they hear psychologists, sometimes their minds just automatically, automatically think psychiatrists. Or, or they just equate, they just believe that once you're a psychologist, um, you must be a doctor. I don't know. Notice I said I don't know. And I'm not, I, I, you know, growing up, there were some noted I don't know when they call any names. But there were some noted, you know, psychiatrists and psychologists that were in the media consistently and constantly. And because they had doctors beside their names, um, once somebody says, I'm a, I, I'm a um, psychologist, I don't know if it is assumed that we have our... Um, PhD in that discipline. So, and so if you have it, it means that you're going to give me medication. Once you have doctor. <laughs> <laughs> once you name, once you're a psychologist and you, are, and you and have you're a doctor, and you're a doctor yes. then listen. I'm hope it means that I'm susceptible rather to whatever you're going to do to me and, 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 and maybe I don't want it. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a part of the, 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 the myth. But licensed counselors hold um, masters or doctoral degrees in mental health fields. Mm-hmm. Or just the fields. And so they provide appropriate counseling and do not prescribe medication. Prescribe medication. 
counselors now work with psychiatrists mm-hmm. who are medical doctors when creating, of course, collaborative treatment plans mm-hmm. for clients mm-hmm. who do um, take medication. Correct. So, you know, so the psychiatrist is the one who prescribed the medication mm-hmm. to address the biological aspects of managing the mental health. And the counselors now work with clients to address the psychological aspects of mental health. So that is the fact. Okay. Love that. That one, I hope, is very, very clear. Spangy, how are you doing? Uh, no prescriptions around here. Uh, <laughs> none for Dre either. Um, Tan Todi says, I have gotten uh, counseling and never benefited from it. I, well, I'm still half crazy. Well, um, maybe you need to call Andre Allen Casey. Um, about that, but he says that, um, good evening, Anne. I'm listening and I need your counseling. Hmm. Um, let us see how that goes. Let us see how that goes because we're not supposed to counsel our family members and close relatives and friends. All righty then. <laughs> and because you are inside the cool chat room, that means you're a family, a cool family. So I'll have to send you um, elsewhere. Don't. Don't, Dre? Yes. All right. Absolutely. All right. So let us look at uh, myth number six. Mental health issues are not real problems and counselors are not reputable doctors. Mm. Again. Mm. This one is a biggie. This one is a biggie. This one is a biggie. And I'm going to start. And I'm tempted, so I'm going to face myself. I'm tempted to go straight to talking about mental health issues mm-hmm. are actually a real problem. Mm-hmm. But let me pace myself. Mm-hmm. Mental health counselors, of course, I believe hold advanced um Andrea don't Andre, I just looked up on the clock and realized that uh this 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 one number six grabbed me and let me take my break and then when we come back we're going to be delving into myth number six. We'll be right back. Cool ninety-seven radio Singles live on the Nation School at School 97 FM. If you are just joining in tonight, we are looking at the facts and the myths of, of counseling. And uh, we are at myth number six. And uh, this myth states mental health issues are not real problems, and counselors are not reputable doctors. Andre? Yes, ma'am. Let's go. Right. So, I'm kind of saying here that, you know, before we went off to the break, we had mentioned that um, the myth that spoke to the idea that counselors would try to put you on medication. And I was careful to um, announce that licensed counselors mm-hmm. both hold masters and doctoral doctoral rather um degree degree degrees 
in the mental health field. With that said, mental health counselors hold advanced graduate degrees and study. They study for years Mm -hmm. under the supervision of an experienced counselor. Mm -hmm. After graduating, counselors receive hundreds of hours of supervised practice Mm -hmm. before becoming licensed and treating clients Mm -hmm. on their own. So, and, and even with that, they have to um, constantly educate themselves every year and ensure that to remain a part of the, the what is called um, CPAM. I'm, I'm, and I'm not, I, I don't know why, and, 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 and JAMSAIC. Mm-hmm. These are the two governing bodies that licensed counselors are a part of. One is via from the from the government, and the other one was more from a private standpoint. Um, I think CPAM is uh, I don't remember something another allied to medicine, but um, it is missing me right now. <laughs> um, but so 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 we are we we have to keep on showing that we are improving our skill sets and. And with the latest technology um, and approaches in carrying out um, um, psychoanalysis hmm. and and um, psychoanalytic therapies, and so I'm saying here that yes, we are not at least for some counselors they are not they do not have the PhD, but make no mistake at the master's level for them to even begin to start to counseling people they go through a rigorous process outside of the scholastic achievement now they go through a rigorous process and they have to continue to improve their knowledge base to, to continue to serve um, persons and to counsel folks so I'm just saying here they, they may not be doctors at the doctoral level, but the experience and, uh, and even the scholastic achievement um, makes them more than qualified to, to, to serve in that capacity. Mm-hmm. So, so let me just clear that myth first. The next one, though, is that mental health issues are not a real problem. Because mm-hmm. I just divide the myth in two. That counselors are not reputable doctors, and mental health are not real problems. So I dealt with this. Counselors are not um, not reputable doctors. There's that earlier, a while ago. Now I want to talk about mental health issues are not real problems. The scale of mental health challenges. Let me start off with our young people in Jamaica here. So over 800,000, and, and folks, and they can write this down. Over, and you can research it too. Don't, don't, don't take my word for it. The scale of mental health challenges affecting young Jamaicans. Not talking about America. Talking about Jamaica now. It's quite alarming. And why do you say that, Andre? Over 800,000 children live in Jamaica. 
and even taking a conservative figure of 15%, nearly 120,000 of them may have a mental disorder. How much? Conservative figure, no? 15%. 120,000 of them may have, out of the 800,000 children that are in Jamaica now, may have a mental disorder. And 5%, 5% or 40,000 of them may be suffering from what? Severe mental disorder. And this is a, a quote from our noted um, um, psychiatrist, um, Dr. Ganesh Shetty, which is a child and adolescent mm-hmm. and psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Dr. Shetty, well known. Yes, very much so. Respected in this field. Mm-hmm. The 27th Global Burden of Disease Database shows that depression and anxiety disorders are among the most common mental health concerns facing the population of Jamaica. Around 3% of Jamaicans have a depressive disorder. And, and I'm saying, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm announcing the specific ones and not cumulatively. Uh, cumulatively is, 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 is over 40%. But hmm. so having a mental illness so I'm talking about now a mental disorder um, and, and naming them specifically now. So, in Jamaica, 3% of Jamaicans have a depressive disorder, 4% have an anxiety disorder. Women, by the way, at a, they have a disproportionate risk of both disorders, 3.7% have depression and 43 have anxiety compared to just 2.3% of men for each disorder. Psychosis, by the way, and, and maybe I need to give you an, an explanation of what psychosis, psychosis um, contains or, or what, what makes it up or, or even give out some kind of working definition. Psychosis is a mental health condition and it manifests itself by hallucination hmm. and there are different hallucinations by the way you have the the smelling hallucination the tasting hallucin, hallucination you have um, and of course the hearing hallucination and the seeing hallucination when you ask somebody ask something we call, uh, we call it dopey right hallucination when when you have a certain kind of bitter taste in your mouth and you can't understand is it not something you eat or what have you um or when you think you hear certain voices and as far as you're concerned you're the only one to hear it and you might have a con- a conversation with the voice that you're hearing another type of hallucination all i'm just saying here this is a measurement of psychosis it is a measurement. These different types of hallucinations is a measurement of psychosis. Erratic social behavior. Hmm. You know, somebody says something to you, and you fly off the handle, and you're kill this, and you're kill that, and you're going to do this, and nobody can, you know, 
I, I saw a video. I mean, I shouldn't draw the fence to it. You know, um, I saw a video recently, boy, where this man was asking for his passport. Again, leave it alone. I move on. She was in another country, and um, he walks out of there. Well, what I saw, it seemed as if he was exiting the 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 the, the airport, you know, because they evidently seized his passport. <laughs> and he was a Jamaican. But anyway, um, but erratic social behavior, delusions, is a part of your psychosis. You know, all of these may occur during a psychotic episode. And... Uh, um, especially when an individual's perception, a perception rather, of reality is disrupted. Once that is disrupted, then understand that they set up yourself to have a psychosis. Now, um, disorders such as schizophrenia is a part of that psychosis. Bipolar disorder, um, severe depression, anxiety, all of these contribute or can cause a psychosis. Now, with that being said, in Jamaica, psychosis was responsible for 106,674 visits to public health clinics for mental health illness in 2016. That accounted for more than 80% of mental illness related to public clinic visits nationwide. So don't tell me that is not an issue. Mm -hmm. And this is 2016. This is 2016. So, so those numbers, I am absolutely sure after the pandemic um, have increased. Thank you. I, I didn't even go there, sir. Mm-hmm. Have, have, have increased. So um, maybe another set of uh, studies will conclude what I'm saying um, momentarily when that is... Oh, definitely. That is and it is out there. It is out I, there. I just didn't get around to, to think there in that, to get in that information. Mm -hmm. But it is right there. I'm not to take a side, come up with just a study that took that under consideration. Mm -hmm. The mental health statistics worldwide now, and Andre, schizophrenia, affects 20 million people. Bipolar disorder affects 46 million people. Depression affects 264 million people. And anxiety disorder affects how much? 284 million people in the world. And so, so what I, all I did was to name specific ones. I did not put all of them under the umbrella of mental illness for Jamaica. I just put some specific ones. That's why the numbers seem so low. As against, God didn't talk about schizophrenia in Jamaica and, and the numbers that are associated with that and the amount of folks that are impacted by it. I put everything under the umbrella of psychosis and spoke to the amount of visits. 80% of people who suffer from psychosis went to our mental clinic to, um, um, for, for, for treatment. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so. Of the visits that were reported, that is, the 166,000 folks who came, came out. Okay. So, understand here that 
So do we have a problem yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mental health is a problem. Is a problem. And 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 we need to ensure that we do we, we, we start to take it serious in a very serious way and start to um put ourselves uh make ourselves available rather so that we can get their help and our support. Counselors can address these problems and they can help clients find relief from issues that are weighing them down. All right, let us move on to myth number seven. Counseling is a quick fix for all your problems. You know, sometimes, um, and I'm not saying everybody, but sometimes there are some folks who, after the first visit, they say, they say well, as a matter of fact, the, visit, the session don't even finish yet. Don't even start good. But they say, how much, how much session must come? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they want to find out. And like, they don't even complete the first session. But they want to know how much. And so, because the possibility exists, that they also have um, that quick fix mentality. Just, uh, just, just, they just want to send me two something so we can leave and feel better. Mm-hmm. And so for some folks, if the counseling does not work, it's because the possibility exists that they are not um, planning on go, go, going the full gamut. Here are the facts. There are no quick fixes. Then I get on to There are no quick fixes when it comes to mental health. And so strengthening our brain through counseling is like strengthening our body through exercise. It takes time, it takes practice, it takes patience, and it takes persistence. That's what it takes. And so each person who enters counseling is a unique individual. So there is no, what's what I'm looking for, universal formula to determine how long it will be before a client feels better. Now, making a commitment to yourself to enter counseling is a way for you to learn about yourself. And of course, even your own um, worldviews, so to speak. In addition to that, you can also learn ways to improve your decision-making process, which of course can result in more uplifting feelings on a regular basis. Counseling, I heard somebody say it this way, is an investment in yourself. Hmm. (laughs) Is an investment in yourself. Now, let me quickly say this. I agree that there are some that you can come to a session and you learn a perspective and you're good. You learn a perspective enough and 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 you're good because you are prepared now, you feel empowered and you know that you can now change your thought process about something which is going to give you a different outcome. You're good. You get it. But then there are other challenges that really and truly you literally have to change your brain wave 
the, 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 the newer transmitters in your brain is going to have to reform in a different direction, literally. And so you see, and that's going to take time. And so the whole heap almost a repeat process of what you're supposed to be doing. I'm not actually you would repeat that's that that's that's a, a, a lot of cognitive behavioral therapy mm-hmm. will need to be employed to help you to change or reshape how you think about a particular issue. That will take time. The same. Mm-hmm. Right, so it is not a quick fix. Well, it is not a one one cap fit all. And not a one cap fit no, all. No, no, no. Um, the final one that we will look at tonight, based on the clock on the wall, says, if you go to counseling, everyone will know and judge you <laughs> negatively. <laughs> that is a... That's about that true and a false. A matter of fact, it's probably more true than false. And so true. Some people will, because of the, because of the stigma associated with counseling. For mm-hmm. example, you are labeled and you are called names. You're insane. You're foolful. You're stupid. You're innocent. You're idiot. Um, you're mental. You're psycho. You name it. Um, and so whatever you do or say is always scrutinized. You can't take him serious. You can't listen to she. She, The head no good. Termite infested. Um, You know, and so going into counseling shows to others that something is wrong with you. That's the mindset they have. And because of that, that's why you're judged negatively. But here are the facts. Going into counseling shows that you are willing to learn about yourself and to find ways to improve your life. Mm-hmm. Not other people's opinion of you. Because if you are to settle on other pe- person's opinion of you, you won't have an opinion of yourself. Mm-hmm. All you're going to be saying is, Tom, Mary and Jane said this about me. But what do you say about you? Okay, and so counseling help you to, to to center, to understand your own value system, what you're made of, what are your convictions, what dignity should look like, should feel like, and conviction. That's what counseling does. And when you make your choice, you're prepared to back it. And you're at peace, even with the consequences. <laughs> hmm. Even with the consequences. That's when you know that um, it, it contributes, I should say, to you being whole. You being whole. So, and so as I've, as I've stated before, it takes strength to call a counselor to make an appointment. They do not judge their clan. Counselors welcome you. Mm-hmm. Please know that counselors have heard a lot of life stories and they hold each one with confidentiality and with respect. 
counselors want to decrease the stigma related to seeking counseling. Mm-hmm. And they want to create a world where seeking counseling is as common as seeking relief from a common cold. <laughs> true, true. That is the whole idea behind counseling. Mm-hmm. Andre Allen Casey, I yes, appreciate ma'am. you. Thank and you. I thank you for your insight um, on this topic. DJ Dre. <laughs> I'm here, I'm here. And what's your takeaway from, from tonight's um, show? Um, I mean, just, just, just really listen to the myths, you know what I mean? Just do what you got to do. Empower yourself, build yourself, and... You know, just shy away from all the negativity that you've heard that people hear about, you know, going to... I can't hardly hear um, DJ Dre. Really? Can you hear me now, sir? I can hear you now, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was saying, um, my takeaway is just that um, people should shy away from the negativity, um, all the negatives that they've heard, or, you know, all the stigmas that are attached to... Um, seeking counseling and you know that they should just understand that it only helps Mm -hmm. it does it does it does it really does can I can I just close off with this with a statement certainly is this an Andre Allen Casey statement possibly absolutely (laughs) (laughs) but it's in line with everything okay you know and just to re-emphasize here, counseling can help with multiple areas of our lives and living, mm-hmm. including parenting, thank you, breakups, mm-hmm. grief counseling, mm-hmm. financial stress, wellness, your goals, work-life balance, and many more. Career choice, the career, career choices, switch. Coping there is a myth co- that only crazy people mm-hmm. see counseling. Nope. This myth, I believe, has interrupted, I'm just agreeing with what DJ said, this myth has interrupted and disrupted the well-needed care that could have been executed and thus provide mental equilibrium. True. Well, I mean, you know, ap- ap- apart from the myths that are there, though, um... I don't think there are a lot of supporting arguments to, to you know, um, encourage people to see counseling. Like, you hear the myths, the myths more than you hear the positives, more than you hear... Yeah. Yes, you yes. And, and, and that's why we have this program. Yeah, that is why we have this program. That's why we have this program. Mm-hmm. You are so correct, DJ Dre. And, and that's why we have this program. You know, the World Health Organization... Do you know how the world, WHO, defines health? (laughs) The World Health Organization defines health not as the absence of illness, you know. Watch this now. The World Health Organization defines health not as the absence of illness, but as a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when somebody says, I'm healthy, it means 
that they have physical, mental, and social well-being. Mm -hmm. That's how the World Health Organization defines health. Not somebody who is absent of illness, mm -hmm. but, but, but quite on the contrary, what is it that you possess for you to have health? Do you have physical well-being, mental well-being, social well-being? And mm -hmm. once you have those three, then they are saying that you're healthy. Counseling. Counseling goes, I would say, is the lion's share in helping us to ensure that we have physical, mental, and social well-being. Counselors can help you to maintain or even gain your own sense of health. Now, to find a counselor, you can contact myself or, or even Family Life Ministries mm -hmm. and the other organizations, of yeah. But of course, these are the two that, that, that I am intimately involved with. Um, I could possibly give my number, um, but I'm just saying. Yes, Andre, can you, can you go ahead and do that? Okay, so it is 876-360-6594. And then of that, course, and that, that's, that is me personally. Right. And then you can also call Family Life Ministries at 876-926-8101. And for those persons who don't remember those numbers or didn't write them down, they normally call Anne and Anne and Anne. <laughs> And, and um, you know, uh, refer them to Andre Allen Casey or the other counselors that I do have um, on my list. Because uh, if, Andre, if Andre is unavailable, then I'm sure he knows several others who are capable, who are more Definitely. than capable. And so Definitely. that is how we operate. Yeah? Yes, <laughs> yes, and counseling does help. Um, I must say for those persons who are studying, um, a, a career counseling is, 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 is also very helpful. And why career counseling is so helpful, it would have alleviated persons spending millions of dollars to study in certain fields that they end up disliking and hating and would have almost, one would say, um, it could they could have used the money to do other things, mm -hmm. right? And so, as Andre mentioned, counseling is not only for for crisis. Counseling is not only for um, persons who are mentally ill. That's right. There's so many different aspects of counseling. And the techniques are absolutely amazing. That's Andre right. didn't get into that, but in order for you to know what the techniques are, then you need to call Andre Allen Casey. <laughs> call Mr. Casey. That's, that's the part we will keep a secret. Execute, right. And we will right. execute the process on you. Yes. Or the techniques, right? The techniques, right. <laughs> Andre, I thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Another Thursday, and I will catch you here. What I say, Ndo? It seems so weird. Mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. I'll catch you next month. Mm-hmm. You can also imagine. I'll catch you next month in 2023. In 2023. Yes. Take yeah. care. My and pleasure. may you have health as the World Health Organization have <laughs> defined it. it. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Until then. 
But that's what you've always been saying. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Take yeah. care Mental of yourself saying, emotionally, yeah. physically, mm-hmm. and, and, right. and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. And as Definitely. I had promised. You see, we are, we're a step ahead in our, right, at here. Yeah. 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 On, yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you realize, you know. <laughs> And, uh, right, and Andre, you need to call Andre Allen so you can yes, go ma'am. and visit his new location. Mm-hmm. How are the plants doing, Andre? They're not dead yet. Well, that's a good thing. That's a good Indeed. thing. Indeed. I will make sure to pay your visit very soon. Thanks much. All right, so take care and all the best. Bye bye. Yes, DJ, look a bit. Singles yes, live on the nation's coolest, Cool 97 FM. Cool 97 Radio. Radio.